the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed it is. Good morning. Seven minutes after the hour of 9 o'clock, and we are ready to rock and roll back and better than ever. Batteries are recharged, just to look, just to give you a little bit of a warning. After a nice five-day break, thanks to the Thanksgiving weekend and also to a trip to uh, my son's college on Wednesday, five straight days of kind of just recharging the batteries, doing a lot of family time, resting, recreating to an extent, and of course shopping and everything else. Uh, ready to dive right back into what we know is so extraordinarily important on this radio program. Thank you so much for being here on this Monday. It's the 29th morning, the penultimate morning of the 11th month of the year of our Lord, 2021. Really appreciate you being here. I want to say thank you before we get started to uh, Rob Walgate, who sat in for me on Wednesday. And by all accounts, and I love getting reports, by the way, from people. Not that I ask for them. No, Rob. No uh, Khalid Namar, no Peter Kersenow, no anybody who, Dave Zanotti, who has ever sat in for me. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not keeping tabs on you. I'm not, I'm not asking for people to spy on you and give me uh, reports about how you're doing. No, 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 no. I don't do that. I wouldn't ask you to do what I, uh, to sit in for me if I didn't trust you to do an amazing job. All of you. But I love that people give me reports on their own. People, Send me emails and say thank you for allowing, you know, Rob Walgate to sit in for you. Uh, what a, what an informative program. He and Dave Zanotti especially were terrific. I love getting that stuff. I do. Makes me know I'm, you know, lets me know I'm doing it right. I'm doing it right when I can't be here that I've got the right people sitting in for me. So Peter Kersenow last week or two weeks ago now, I guess it would be Rob Walgate last week, and thank you both for sitting in. We'll have more opportunities for those terrific minds and uh, communicators coming up. Uh, obviously, in the month of December. But uh, since I have had the five days now, counting the weekend, I am ready to rock and roll, and we have a lot of very important things to do today. Coming up in a half an hour, a little bit less now, 
Congressman Jim Jordan from Ohio's 4th Congressional District will join us, and we are going to talk about Omicron. And we're going to talk about the latest fear porn being pushed by a a government that has absolutely no interest whatsoever in giving you back your liberties. Just when you think that maybe we're starting to get back to some tiny, itsy-bitsy semblance of normalcy, or maybe we can see a light at the end of the dark tunnel that we can actually go back to flying without all trying to or all having to wear face diapers on our face. That we can come into the country and go out of the country without having to have tests within the last 48 hours. That we can uh, get a court, a favorable court ruling against mandating toxins being injected in our, in our body in order to be able to be employable. Just when it seems like maybe we're turning a slight corner here. What does the news say over the weekend? Oh my God, it's Omicron, and here it comes. It's in South Africa now. It'll be here soon. We've got to deal with the latest variant. There's a new variant. Did you know there's a new variant? It's a new variant, and this one is resistant to the vaccines. What will we do now? The old vaccines are going to be useless. We're going to have to start all over again. We were getting too doggone close to herd immunity. That's what happened. We were getting too close to herd immunity with the number of people who were taking the vaccine, either voluntarily or involuntarily, due to work. The number of people actually got sick and have recovered and are far more protected than those with the pseudo-vaccines, the big pharma profit shots anywhere. You're getting too close to herd immunity, which means the people are going to get some of their freedom back. Can't have that. New variant. Old vaccines out new pfizer vaccine coming give us a hundred days they say give us a hundred days pfizer said on friday in a hundred days we can tweak our current vaccine to make it effective against the omicron variant how about that isn't that just dandy and how coincidental coincidental too just three months three months we're going to be told to flatten the curve of the new variant three months so for three months we're going to ask you to Continue to wear masks. Continue to keep your distance. And, you know, we, we may ask you to stay home again unless you're an essential worker. Just for three months. It's not that long. But the new vaccine will be ready. The new big pharma profit shot from Pfizer, who is running this country. Big pharma profit profit shots are going to be available in 100 days. So just sit back, everybody, relax. Stay, in, stay inside. Stay away from other people. If you are out, make sure that you cover your face. Make sure that you have no personal or emotional connection to anyone. Keep your distance, and and we'll give you that new batch of shots coming up here in about 100 days. Never mind the fact that the doctor who discovered this variant in South Africa Africa says it's really no big deal. It's just different, but it's very mild. It's very mild. It is not something that is going to kill people at some astronomical rate. As a matter of fact, the already existing COVID-19 coronavirus, which has a 99.9% plus recovery rate, is stronger and more severe than this variant, which is very weak and mild. No need to panic, people. Yet what are we doing immediately in the American media and immediately from the White House? Panicking. Joe Biden. Joe Biden, who once said that Donald Trump's ban on travel from China after it was discovered that Wuhan, China, was the source, the origin of the original COVID-19 coronavirus, said that was racist, trying to keep Asians out of the country, said that was xenophobic. 
What did Joe Joe Biden do as president? First thing he heard was, we're going to ban travel from eight South African countries. (laughs) I can't really, I can't get my brain around that. I, I mean, the moment, the moment it was announced, Biden said, stop people from South Africa from coming here. Do you know what South Africa is, my friends? Do you know what the continent of Africa is? Do you know what the majority race of people from Africa and South Africa are? Uh, yeah, you might have heard it before. It's um, it's African. Ban the travel from African nations to the United States over the variant. That's not racist at all. One can only imagine what would have happened if they called, if and they, Joe Biden in particular, Brandon himself, called Donald Trump. Called him a racist and a xenophobe for banning travel from China over trying to keep, quote, Asians out of the country or Chinese people out of the country. Xenophobic and racist. Can you imagine if Donald Trump had said we're going to keep people from Africa out of the country? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Imagine that. Limiting travel from the place where a virus is emerging. That was racist when it was China and it was Joe, it was Donald Trump, but it's just good sound policy when it's Joe Biden and it's Africa, just simply incredible. Don't you think that Democrats who called Donald Trump racist for implementing the same travel restrictions from from China and eventually expanded to other countries as well? Don't you think that those individuals who criticized Donald Trump as being xenophobic and racist now see the reality? And don't they owe number 45 a great, big, giant, sloppy apology? The answer is yes, they do. Will they get it? Will he get it? Of course not. Being a leftist means never having to say you're sorry. Being a conservative means always having to bow and say you're sorry to the cancel culture mob, to the woke mafia. Being a leftist, nope, you never have to say a word. So we're going to talk about that in some depth with Jim Jordan at ten thirty, or excuse me, nine thirty-five. Then at ten ten this morning, we are going to talk with Patrick Wood, the executive director of CFFS, Citizens for Free Speech, who also is the author of two tremendous books on technocracy. What is technocracy? Maybe you know because you've heard him on my program before. Maybe you read one of his books. Uh, maybe you don't, but he's going to come on and talk to us because yesterday, on national television. The grand poobah of infectious disease research, of epidemiology, the highest paid employee in the federal government. That means higher than the president of the United States, Dr. Tony Anthony Fauci, who is an avowed communist, who has explained on multiple occasions his belief in communism, his belief in what is right for the state, trumping the individual rights of the individual, straight up communist. Dr. Anthony Fauci is also one of the world's worst technocrats. He believes that elected officials acting on behalf of the people should not be making policy, should not be establishing platforms, should not be deciding how the country is run, but that experts in the scientific fields, even if they don't practice sound science by burying counter-science, meaning scientific studies done by scientists and doctors and researchers that don't fit the narrative they're trying to advance, which, quite frankly, by the definition of science, is not science. 
But they believe that the experts should run the show. Dr. Fauci essentially believes he should establish policy for the entire country. He is science. You may recall he said that several months ago. It's been a good while now since he first first said, if you criticize me, you're criticizing science because I am science, Dr. Fauci said. One of the most egotistical, condescending, brazen statements that I think I've ever heard from a person who's supposed to be in a position of authority and leadership. Talk about ego stroking. That's Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now he went and doubled down on it yesterday, laughing at those who say he should be prosecuted for lying to Congress about the gain-of-function research that he helped pay for. He funded through the NIH in that Wuhan lab. He lied directly while he was under oath and speaking to congressional committees on multiple occasions. Now Ted Cruz and Rand Paul say he needs to be prosecuted, and he laughs at them. And I'll play you that audio coming up here in a bit as well. So at any rate, that's the technocracy angle. We'll talk about the free speech angle with Patrick Wood as well. So Jim Jordan and Patrick Wood are our guests. And before we take our time out, I think we should get on the uh, on the job here and do what we're supposed to do. And you know what that means. We like to start our day with the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm a little bit out of practice here because I've been gone for the last five days or off the last five days. So what do you say we catch up here and uh, have our Pledge of Allegiance? Patriots, if you don't mind, please go ahead and stand up. Uh, go ahead and face your flag if you have one nearby. If you do not, that's okay. Put your hand over your heart. If you're driving, of course, just say it along with us and uh, express your support for this phenomenal republic that we continue to try to rescue from the clutches of socialists and communists who continue to try to destroy it. Uh, by the way, you demon rats who are the socialists we are trying to battle for control of this country, you go ahead and set this one out. We know you don't believe in this country anyway. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all your phone calls are welcome at 216-901-0945 either one of those numbers gets you into me Jim Jordan and Patrick Wood my guests this morning coming right back on AM 1420 The Answer Imagine the ego that it takes. Imagine the chutzpah of somebody like Dr. Anthony Fauci to declare that he is not just a scientist working along with a lot of other scientists to try to figure out what's going on with these infectious diseases and the variants and the best way to combat them. That there are tremendous doctors and researchers and scientists all over the country and all over the world who are all trying to figure out the best course of action here. Imagine the chutzpah. The cajones to, to be this guy to say, no, 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 none of those people matter. I am science. I am the only one who understands this at the level that it takes to defeat the, the, uh, the infectious diseases. I am science. Anybody who's looking at this carefully realizes that there's a distinct anti-science flavor to this 
So if they get up and criticize science, nobody's going to know what they're talking about. But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people could recognize there's a person there. So it's easy to criticize, but they're really criticizing science because I represent science. That's dangerous. Senator Cruz told the attorney general you should be prosecuted. Yeah. (laughs) I have to laugh at that. I should be prosecuted. What happened on January 6th, Senator? That last line in the interview that Tony Fauci did on CBS Face the Nation is, is, is very telling. It's extraordinary, quite frankly. It is, it is another major, major mistake that Tony Fauci has made as he continues to hog the spotlight as it pertains to the last two years in COVID-19 because this is when he revealed himself. He has tried to hide his communist leanings. He has tried to hide his far-left ideology and try to pretend to be just under the auspices of science. This is science, all about science. But he revealed himself. He exposed himself. He leaked it. He showed his whole card. He, he heard him say, hey, Ted Cruz, what about January 6th? He just revealed himself to be a far-left nut job when it comes to politics. He has always said this is science, it's not about politics, but now he played his politics card because uh, Cruz and uh, Rand Paul said he should be prosecuted for lying to Congress. So let me address that part by allowing Senator Rand Paul to address that part, as well as Senator Ted Cruz. Senator Paul, in response to Fauci's statement yesterday on uh, Face the Nation, tweeted the following, The absolute hubris of someone claiming they represent science. It's astounding and alarming that a public health bureaucrat would even think to claim such a thing, especially one who has worked so hard to ignore the science of natural immunity. Spot on. Spot on. Senator Rand Paul staying on target here. Let's talk science then. Forget about the the political attack at the end. Let's talk about science. Why has... The, the grand poobah of infectious disease research in America, as he likes to portray himself, Dr. Anthony Fauci, why is he over the course of two years not touting the benefits of natural immunity, suggesting that those who have recovered have no need whatsoever for masking or distancing and much less vaccines because they have far more robust protection against COVID or its variants than anybody with these pseudo-vaccines that aren't really vaccines? Why hasn't Captain Science actually acknowledged science? That was Rand Paul's response. Ted Cruz was a little stronger. Ted Cruz responded, quote, Fauci is an unelected technocrat who has distorted science and facts in order to exercise authoritarian control over millions of Americans. He lives in a liberal world where his smug I represent science attitude is praised. Here are the facts. One, on May 11th, Fauci testified before a Senate committee that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Two, on October 20th, NIH wrote that they funded an experiment at the Wuhan lab testing if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulating in China were capable of binding to the human ACE2 receptor in a mouse model. That is gain-of-function research. Number three, 
Fauci's statement that the NI, or excuse me, Fauci's statement and the NIH's October 20th letter cannot both be true. The statements are directly contradictory. And number four, 18 U.S. Code 1001 makes it a felony, punishable by up, by up to five years in prison, to lie to Congress. And no amount of ad hominem insults parroting Democrat talking points will get Fauci out of this contradiction, Cruz concluded. Fauci either needs to address the substance in detail with specific factual corroboration, or the DOJ should prosecute him for making false statements to Congress. Ted Cruz and Rand Paul are spot on, and they are Dr. Anthony Fauci's biggest nightmare, unless there's a bigger one. And that would be the American people. And that's why I do what I do. And I do it on my local level here in Northeast Ohio. And occasionally when I get the national microphone, I do it as far as I can reach with 50 states. And I know that there are a lot of other people like me sounding this alarm and telling this truth. And we are counting on people like you to be Dr. Anthony Fauci's biggest nightmare. To push back against his fear porn, to push back against his propaganda campaign, to push back on his communist belief that you should surrender your personal liberties granted to you by God, not man, granted to us by our creator, codified by man, but literally granted to us by God. That we will not surrender these things in deference to what somebody believes is in the best interest of the state. They've tried that. They've tried that in many other countries over the course of the last century. And a hundred million lives have been lost because of that same belief. Because of that communist, authoritarian, slash totalitarian mindset. And our highest paid federal employee... Dr. Anthony Fauci believes in it. We're going to talk to Jim Jordan about that coming up here after the news on AM 1420, The Answer. Courtesy of the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. OMG, it's Omicron. What shall we do? What shall we do? It's different than Delta. And never mind the fact that it's extraordinarily mild. We need to do something. We have to take steps. Omicron is a coming. What we do know on a very small scale is that there are more mutations in the spike protein. But there haven't been, at least at the least last WHO report I read, which, again, we wonder if it's true or not, um, is that there have not been any deaths related to this particular variant. And that's because the scientist in South Africa who discovered this particular variant has acknowledged and tried to tell the world, chill out, everybody. It's different, but it's very, very mild. It isn't something that's going to be hospitalizing people and killing people at a rate higher than the already 99.9% recovery rate that already exists when it comes to COVID-19. But nonetheless, the fear porn campaign is on. Joining us now to talk about that and so much more is our regular Monday guest. He is Congressman Jim Jordan, Ohio's 4th Congressional District Representative, as well as the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee. Congressman, good morning. How are you, sir? 
I'm fine, Bob. Uh, hope you and your family had a great Thanksgiving. But, yeah, we're doing fine. We had a better one than you did. What happened to the Badgers, man? Yeah. <laughs> Chance to play in the Big Ten Championship good. game. Uh, they didn't look good, did they? No. They're, uh, it has been that kind of year for the Badgers, so I was kind of bummed about that one. But, now now, now uh, ask see. me what happened we'll to the see. Buckeyes. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. That was a great game. Uh, unfortunately, the Bucks didn't win it, but it was a, a great game nonetheless. Uh, yeah. A lot of scoring, so well, good no, week no. for football, good week for America. You know, it's, a, it's the way Thanksgiving supposed to be. And everyone got together with their families in spite of what Dr. Fauci had to say. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. Okay, let's dive right into it, Congressman. Um, you know, I want to talk about the, the, the propaganda campaign and the fear of porn. Yeah. Um, virtually everybody that I talk to is convinced that they are going to use this because there was some sort of light maybe at the end of the tunnel because, well, we were getting really, really close, if not already passing the original herd immunity, immunity that they said we needed to return to normal because it looks like we may have a favorable ruling from the Sixth Circuit when it comes to mandates. We're all thinking maybe we're turning a corner here. And because of that, we have to slam the brakes on that optimism and that positive (laughs) thinking, and we got to come up with another variant here. Here it is. It's mild. Yeah. Its symptoms are not really uh, anything to, to worry about at all, according to the doctors in South Africa. But the panic has set in, including from the president, yeah. who has banned travel now from South eight African nations, to be specific. Um, your thoughts? Well, I mean, look, look, we'll see. We'll see how serious this this Omicron, Omicron, however you say it, how serious it is. But as you as you point out, the preliminary indications are from the doctors in South Africa that it's not as not as uh, not as bad as what we saw with the Delta and the and the original uh, coronavirus. So we'll we'll wait and see. But you know, this is the, the the left. They got two things to talk about. They can talk about COVID and locking down and taking away our freedom, and they can talk about January sixth because they certainly can't talk about inflation. They certainly can't talk about the border. They certainly can't talk about how we're now viewed around the the world. What China is up to. They can't talk about energy prices. So the only thing they have is is, is these two issues, and that's what they're going to stay focused on. Um, because, like I said, they got nothing else. But I don't think the American you, – well, you know, we, we wish it wasn't the case. We wish it was Ohio State fans running on the field. But you saw all those Michigan fans on the field Saturday's game. That didn't look like anyone was afraid of COVID there to me. So the, the American people are long past this because we value freedom. We value liberty. And I don't think we're going to stand for it. Um, even though the Biden administration seems like this is where they want to go. Well, they do, and this is what, again, a lot of people are afraid. The lockdown 2.0 is going to come out. How do we how do we know that, or why do we think that and, and project yeah. that? Because Pfizer has announced, hey, you know what? Our current vaccine doesn't work for this, but give us 100 days. In 100 days, we'll have a new vaccine that will be resistant to the Omicron variant, and all we have to do for three months until that, until that new vaccine is ready is what? Stay down, stay in your house, only essential workers and people go out side i mean oh, there's a reason we project this because we have been we have seen this movie before haven't we yeah and we saw Fauci on tv sunday saying the same old stuff like i, I mean we, we asked we, we've been asking this question now for months when did dr fauci ever put his name on a ballot and run for office? this is what drives me crazy this guy and the arrogance you see what he did yesterday too when after senator cruz started talking about January 6th. If that doesn't show you that this guy is a complete political animal, complete left wing, completely apart from the science. He's not following the science because if he was, he would at least talk about it and acknowledge natural immunity. So Dr. Fauci is a total political animal who never put his name on a ballot and goes after the United States senator yesterday on a completely different topic just because he, I mean, gratuitously did it. Um, this is this is this is the guy who's making the policy. 
so this is this is what drives Americans crazy as well. Well, you're right. Uh, The segment before you came on, uh, I said almost word for word what you just said. Dr. Fauci exposed himself for the first time. His insatiable thirst for the spotlight has him doing every interview he can. He's offered, and in this one, he actually pulled the curtain back on himself. He has always tried to say this is about science, not politics. But at the end of that comment, that dig at Ted Cruz saying, uh, "What about uh, uh, January 6th? It absolutely revealed him to be what he is, which is a far left tool. uh, You know. Of and and Congressman, I told you about this a few months ago when he actually made a statement that defined communism as his personal view. That is that the well or the um uh, yeah. the, uh, uh what what is best for the state should should trump oh, trump the individual rights of the of the citizens. Right. He said that a couple of months ago. He doubled yeah. down on that again and he said. Sure that uh, uh, a couple of days ago, that once again, that uh, the American people should be willing to sacrifice their personal rights for the greater good of society. That is straight up communism. And then he says, by the way, I'm science. Not all of the other doctors who are getting different results from their research than what he is citing, but he is the only one that we should listen to. I I mean, this this is a little dictator in the making. And as you said, he's an elected dictator. Yeah, he's scary, and uh, I agree completely with Senator Paul, who says if, in fact, we, we went uh, back to House and the Senate, there will be hearings, and we will be subpoenaing the documents, the records, the emails that right now they're keeping from us, and we will be having Dr. Fauci come in and answer questions in front of our committees. Because, look, he supports gain-of-function research. He thinks it's fine to allow this kind of stuff to be done in China. And th- this is dangerous because what happens, as Senator Paul has pointed out, what happens if when they, when they juice up these viruses – that it's not a virus that 99-point-whatever can survive, but it's a virus that only 60% can survive or something crazy like that. What does that mean? But Dr. Fauci seems to think that's okay. So um, he needs to answer a ton of questions, not not, not the least of which is, why were you sending American tax dollars to this lab in China and misleading us about it and misleading us about the gain-of-function research that was being done in that lab? We're talking to Congressman Jim Jordan. Um, let me speak to the president, or rather, let me ask, and you speak to the president who, uh, as you know, uh, last year when President Trump heard about the, uh, this, this terribly dangerous va- virus emitting from Wuhan, China, said, okay, we got to ban travel from China, uh, while we get a handle on this. Joe Biden led the charge of people criticizing and condemning. <laughs> yeah. This is racist to try to keep non-white people, in this case Asians, out of America. It's, uh, it's xenophobic. And now here yeah. we are. This, this, uh, this Omicron comes out and Joe Biden can't ban, uh, travel yeah. from eight African nations fast enough. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you, I don't know how he doesn't drown in like hypocrisy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, but the, the left knows no, uh, hypocrisy. I mean, that's what they live on. It's like, uh, anything that we do that uh, we, we, you know, the way it works is we, we talk the truth, we say the truth, and they, they attack us and call us racist. And then, of course, they can do and say whatever they want. And this is just one more example of that. Uh, and if you don't agree with them, if you criticize them, then again, like I said, they're going to call you racist. They're going to call you names and tell you to shut up and try to cancel you. So that is today's modern day left. And, and the truth is, Bob, uh, I read a great piece in the journal over the weekend. Um, the left are a bunch of bullies. It, they're just like bullies on the playground. If you don't do what they say and agree with them, they try to bully you. But the American people, God bless them, they're, they're not going to be bullied. And, and we, we're seeing it example after example. We saw it with moms and dads in Virginia. We saw it with 12 jurors in Kenosha. We're, we're gonna, I think we're going to see this play out over the next year, all the way up to Election Day, 
when the American people say, "Sorry, we're not we're not going for this craziness. We're going to put some some common sense back in our government." Um, that's what I see happening. But that's just the way the left acts. That's well, just who they are. You know, you're right. Um, here, here's my fear, and tell me what you think. My, my fear is that. There are always going to be variants. This is going to be around probably yeah. forever. It's going to be endemic and not pandemic. It's going to be endemic. It's just going to be part of life yep. like the flu. And unlike the flu, however, where they just recommend flu shots every year, they are going to do this again where they, unless we get a favorable court ruling, they're going to mandate you didn't get this year's coronavirus shot. You didn't get this year's COVID vaccine, this big pharma profit shot from, from Pfizer or Moderna or whomever. Uh, so therefore you're not employable. Therefore you can't go to the concert. Therefore you can't get into the game. You need to show this. I feel like they are, and I fear that they are setting up long term, in fact, maybe lifelong passports that if you don't get the annual or maybe twice annual booster to deal with the new variant, they'll continue through the Greek alphabet until they have them, you know, lined up for here to eternity that if you don't get yeah. the, a shot for the new variant you can't live your life as normal congressman how do we fight that well you, you just keep talking about liberty talk about the constitution you remind folks that uh when republicans are in power you won't have this uh, when conservatives are in control of the government you won't have this but you're you're, you're right i don't think it's going to get there but uh, to your point yesterday on on um meet the press chuck todd asked the question of dr fauci do we need a uh, a mandate, a vaccine mandate for domestic air travel. You want to get on an airplane and fly from from Chicago to to, to New York or from you know anywhere? Like, and, and it was interesting because Dr. Fauci was always against that, just like Joe Biden was always against mandates. And what did what did Fauci's answer yesterday? Well, you know, I don't really know. We'll have to think. He gave it the old maybe answer. Right. That's frightening. So yeah, I'm I'm nervous about it. But again, I think the American people are going to push back. They they can keep doing this. They can keep acting like bullies, but. The way it's just like just like kids on the playground when at some point they say to the bully, no, we're not taking it anymore. And I think that's where the American people are at. I certainly hope so. uh, And I hope they fight hard. Now, here's the question. Will they have the ability to fight fair? You and I have talked about election integrity before. Uh, I heard some people just kind of, kind of, you know, just riffing about this, this, uh, variant coming right now in November, right before the midterm election year, right before the primaries, et cetera. And it looks awfully similar to late 19, uh, late 2019 and early 2020. And some people are riffing and saying that the Omicron variant might as well be renamed the vote by mail 2022 variant. This is how they stole yeah. the election, in my view. You don't have to agree with that, or you can or not. But in my view, they weaponized COVID-19 in 2020 to steal the election by way of mail-in ballot, unattended drop boxes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And now here comes the red wave that we all know is coming in November if there is a free and fair election. And what better way mm-hmm. to stop a free and fair election is to bring a new variant about and scare the hell, hell out of people into mail-in voting again. Well, it, it's funny. We, we actually, uh, I know we talked about this a year ago or so ago. We, we actually did a report on this in September of 2020. We, we pointed out what you just described. We said COVID is the pretext to make changes to election law, changes that should not happen. And frankly, we're done in an unconstitutional fashion because they went around uh, the, the respective state legislatures in, in, in the key swing states. So uh, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not surprised that the Democrats are going to try it again. But what I do know is the American people are watching much closer now. And we know much more about this virus than we did, uh, you know, two years ago. So I think, um, I, I, again, I don't think that's going to fly. You're going to see so, you're going to see pushback if they try to, if Democrats try to do things unconstitutionally and just say, we're going to put drop boxes out, even though the state legislature in that state hasn't, hasn't okayed that. 
Uh, I think you're going to see huge pushback. You're going to see cases go to court. And then on election day, you're going to have so many eyes on the, on the, on the ball, uh, so many eyes on the game that uh, it'll, it's going to be really, really hard for any type of shenanigans to possibly take place. So I'm encouraged by all that. And frankly, we just had a great election in the state of Virginia that no one thought Glenn Youngkin could win, but he did. And um, that, that to me, is, is the sign. We just had, as I, I keep pointing this out, we just had 12 jurors in Kenosha do the right thing. And, and the country saw, for, saw the truth, saw the facts, just like those 12 jurors did. So um, I'm encouraged by what I see. I don't think, I don't think that, uh, that it's going to happen in any way like it did in 2020. Well, Congressman, you know who else is encouraged right now? It's Joe Biden. He called into Al Roker live during the Thanksgiving Day Parade to go on live TV on NBC and say, America is back, baby. We are back. Co- Congressman, do, do, do you see signs of America being back right now? What am I missing? The American, the American people are amazing people, but the country is not where we need to be. And, and anyone and everyone knows. This is the same guy who said spend $2 trillion and it'll help inflation. This is the same guy who can't read a teleprompter. You know, someone someone said, uh, maybe this, maybe you told me this, Bob. Someone told me like, just just do us all a favor and turn the teleprompter around. Let us read it. For goodness' sake, we won't add in the stuff you're not supposed to add in. So, no one no one takes the guy seriously. Now, I, it, it pains me to say that because this is you know we're the greatest country ever, and to have your commander in chief and president viewed as I I believe that uh, as, as that the world sees him as is is not where we want to be. But no one takes him seriously when he makes statements like that. Last thing, Congressman, build back better. Running out of time for the Senate to vote on this and pass this. We all know what the obstacles are for the left, uh, mansion and cinema potentially. Uh, but I always fear, and I asked you about this previously, I always fear that a Romney or a Murkowski or a Collins or somebody else may flip over and, and ruin the whole doggone thing and pass this for them. Uh, any feeling on that? I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, this, this people know that this is this is so bad. This just crazy spending, um, and and people understand that. Look, look, look at the gas prices. Look at what these guys want. The, the thing I see now is Democrats are intentionally doing this to the country. They 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 really do want five six dollar gasoline. They really do. I mean, I know that's hard for any rational person to believe, but they really do. They're that committed to their crazy left-wing agenda. They really do want an open border. They do not want the country secure on the border like, like it was under President Trump. So um, I, I just don't see a Republican going there. I really don't. And let's, let's hope that Senator Sinema uh, and Manchin um, hold firm and this thing doesn't pass. It would be the best thing that could happen uh, this, uh, this year for the country. Congressman Jim Jordan, thank you so much. Terrific uh, bet, analysis as always. Have a good week. We'll talk to you soon. All right, take care. Uh, there's Jim Jordan on AM 1420, The Answer. Gave us a lot of great insight. Uh, don't forget, coming up after the top of the hour, we're going to examine more of what Jim Jordan just talked about. And that is Anthony Fauci's declaration that science essentially should be running the show. Science should be um, establishing policy and platforms in this country, not political leaders taking advice from people in a variety of, of um, uh, areas of, of, of academia and of, of industry and of, uh, and of uh, uh, economic policy and so on and so forth, but that we should just listen to the scientists. That's it. That's called technocracy. And after the top of the hour, the, uh, the man I think who knows more about technocracy than anybody in this country, he's written two phenomenal books about it. Patrick Wood will be joining us to discuss. That'll be coming up at 1010. But for now, you can join me at 216-901-0945 right after this.
Okay, 9.57. We continue on AM 1420, The Answer. Uh, Senator Tom Cotton came to the defense of his fellow senators, Rand Paul and Ted Cruz, today, responding uh, this morning on Fox to... Uh, uh, to Dr. Anthony Fauci's attacks. First off, no bureaucrat like Tony Fauci should be engaged in a partisan battle back and forth with an elected member of the United States Senate. Ted Cruz, like 99 other senators, represent the people who elected him. That bureaucrat like Tony Fauci works for those people. Second, Tony Fauci lied to Congress, and he should be investigated. He repeatedly said that his agency did not fund dangerous and risky gain-of-function research in the, those Wuhan labs, which almost certainly was the origin of this virus. He said it repeatedly to Congress. His agency just admitted a few weeks ago that, yes, they did, in fact, fund gain-of-function research. So there's a lie there. It's either Tony Fauci lying to Congress or his agency, after months of stonewalling, writing a letter to Congress and admitting it. I suspect it's Tony Fauci lying on the spot in his testimony to Congress. He put the American people at risk by funding this dangerous research, which was happening under the Obama administration. Extraordinarily important information there from uh, Senator Tom Cotton this morning on Fox. Um, Richard is in Boston Heights. You're on AM 1420, The Answer. Hello, Richard. Go right ahead. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Bob. I agree with everything you're saying on this variant. The only thing i just like to say in the short term is this is to ruin the birth of Christ. That's what they're after. Thank you very much. All right, thank you for the phone call. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it's not it's not great timing with respect to the um, you know th- to the holidays to to Christmas, of course. Uh, this happened, of course, over Thanksgiving. I'm not going to disagree necessarily, but I will say that in my view, the most important aspect of this from from the timing standpoint is less about the holidays. Um, and and more about the most important part of this is about the upcoming elections. The primaries are just a few short months away. The general election is now you know one year away, eleven months away, um, in which the Republicans take back control of the Congress, and they make Joe Biden a neutered, uh, lame duck uh, president for his last two years of his term. And I say lame duck, as we all know that at age 82, he's not going to be able to run for re-election. Not a chance. The Democrats have no possible way of keeping him uh, running for re-election. And they have no bench either. They're only, the only thing they can try to do to maintain their control on, of power, maintain their control, is to stop the Republican wave from hitting Stop the Republican wave from from coming over and giving them control of the Senate, a massive majority of the of the House, which is kind of where it's it's, it's leaning right now. And what way to stop that? Another COVID variant. It's dangerous. Can't go outside and wait in line, even if you stand six feet apart. You can't do that. It's too dangerous. Waiting in line to vote twenty hours because standing in line with other people hacking and coughing their COVID all over you. They're they're Omicron all over the place. No, no. In order to be safe, we need to mail in our ballots again. Dates don't matter. Postmarks don't matter. Signatures don't matter. If they're put in an envelope, they get to be counted regardless of the fail-safes and the checks that are required. That's what I think is the biggest issue here. Thank you for the call, my friend. We'll get news now. We'll come right back. Patrick Wood will join us. Talking technocracy and free speech on AM 1420, The Answer. Star General Michael.
Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.